0: and the community from Main Street to the world. We welcome you to join us now for anointed music and the word of God. Thank you
1: for extending yourself, my God, to us. And Lord, even now, I thank you that you are in control. Things we don't understand, sicknesses in the land, but God, we recognize your sovereignty that you are in control. As we do our best, oh God, to traverse this. Father, I'm praying now, Oh, God, not just for those sitting in the sanctuary this morning, but those that are watching us, Lord, from all over the globe. Those, oh God, that are in their homes. Those, oh Father, that are serving in hospitals. Those that are trying to meet the need of this crisis. My God, I'm praying for them. I'm praying for families right now that are worried about how they're going to eat because school is closed next week. I'm praying, oh God, for those that are worried about a paycheck because their offices have shut down or their businesses have closed down but Lord you're the God that says the earth belongs to you and the fullness thereof God I need you to step in right now your people need you your sons and your daughters need you the world needs you right now God stretch out your hand Lord one word from you oh God and Corona is gone one word from you God and people are healed one word from you God and lives are changed one word from you God and provision is made one word from you God and deliverance comes in the land oh God let us see oh Satanama let us hear let us respond today God speak to us now out of your word give us understanding give us reverence God give us faith and God give us solutions that only come from you God I speak now Satanama seteya in the name of Jesus oh I beseech you God in the name of Jesus have mercy on us God have mercy on us Lord as you do all of these things we give your name the glory the honor and the praise in Jesus name Everybody start giving God praise right now. Everybody start giving God praise. Everybody start giving God praise. Hallelujah. 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 God bless you. Get your Bibles and turn with me to the book of 1 Chronicles. Old Testament, 1 Chronicles chapter 21. And as you're turning... For those who are here and those who are watching, um, Refuge Temple is going to do its best to provide service and ministry for those who cannot be physically in the house. And so I will ask you, if you so choose, to please access our podcast. That's available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And if you get there, just simply ask and look for Refuge Temple, and you'll see picture of lady davis and myself and there's a host of messages there for your enrichment, your spiritual growth and your faith. You can those who can join us by radio broadcast every day Monday through Friday at 11:30 um gregorygospel.com. It's an internet-based station as well as a local station, but it's gregorygospel.com. You can find us every day at 11:30 and if you're watching here, there are a host of videos on our Facebook page that hopefully will keep us all encouraged while some of us have to be absent from the physical sanctuary. We're going to make sure the word gets out. We're going to make sure the word gets out so that people are fed, people are are blessed, people are nurtured in the faith of Jesus Christ. If you have that text, come on, stand with me. 1 Chronicles chapter 21. 1 Chronicles chapter 21. And we're going to begin reading at verse number 1. Hallelujah. First Chronicles 21 and verse 1. And Satan stood up against Israel and provoked David to number Israel. And David said to Joab and to the rulers of the people, "Go number Israel from Beersheba even to Dan and bring the number of them to me that I may know it." And Joab answered, "The Lord make his people a hundred times so many more as they be." But my lord the king, are they not all my lord's servants? Why then dost thou require this thing? Why will he be a cause of trespass to Israel? Nevertheless, the king's word prevailed against Joab. Therefore, Joab departed and went throughout all Israel and came to Jerusalem. Joab gave the sum of the numbers of the people unto David, and all they of Israel were thousand, thousand, and a hundred thousand men, that drew sword, and Judah was four hundred, threescore, ten thousand men that drew sword. But Levi and Benjamin counted he not among them, for the king's word was abominable to Joab. And God was displeased with this thing, therefore he smote Israel. God bless you, you can be seated. I want to talk today from the subject, how do we respond? How do we respond? Um, Our nation is experiencing something that we have never experienced, at least not in my lifetime, and that is this threat and the reality of a major pandemic upon the earth, the coronavirus. I don't think there's anybody here or in the conscience world that is not now aware of the coronavirus. Started in China, spread through South Korea, and because of global travel has literally found a place in every part of the world. Um, Began showing up in the United States a little while ago and we really don't know if I could be candid how many people in our country have corona because the testing has been so limited to just a fraction of people that it, it is safe to say that the numbers will probably be much higher than are now reported we do know that it's in forty eight states of the union and in the district of columbia we do know that last week the president declared a national emergency which created um, the opportunity to do some things to hopefully prevent hopefully contain hopefully treat those that um, have been stricken with this virus. Um, some of the realities, and, I, and, and I'm not trying to in, in, send fear, but I want to be real about some things, that um, it attacks the respiratory system. And so a lot of people that have um, immune deficiencies, or already have health conditions, and the elderly are especially susceptible. And one, And one of the um, fears is that our medical system will not have the ability to sustain those that become sick. Um, right now there are hundred thousand ICU beds, as I've been told, statistically. Um, and the numbers might go beyond that. And so what do you do when you have more sick people than you have beds to accommodate them? The Chinese have the ability to build hospitals in a day. They were building hospitals and building hospitals to accommodate those that were sick. And I don't know if we have that kind of ability here in the United States. But everybody's responding. Country, governors, mayors are all confronting this pandemic. Um, And they've been doing a number of things. Schools have been closed in North Carolina for the next two weeks. Some districts closed on their own. And when the districts did not close on their own, Governor Cooper closed every school in the state for the next two weeks. Um, People have been directed, commanded, ordered to work from home, and some are doing that. Um, In New Rochelle, a suburb right outside of New York City, um, they declared a containment zone, literally drew a line of one mile around the city, containing, trying their best to contain those that may um, be afflicted with the virus. Um, If you've been to the stores, they are panic shopping right now and people buying everything that anything and whatever is there they're pulling it off the shelves um... um, just just pulling it off the shelves just pulling it off the shelves because they have a fear they might be quarantined and can't get out of the house um... i'm worried because um... I'm, i'm an educator and i know that schools do more than just teach reading writing and arithmetic um... schools also feed children and some children depend on that breakfast and that lunch that um is provided by the school, and and now the schools are closed, um, there's a concern, and and some school districts like mine are literally keeping the cafeteria staff um, in the kitchens, they're preparing meals, and the bus drivers are going to get the meals to the children to make sure that those that need a meal can get a meal. Somebody ought to say amen. Hallelujah. There's, there, there, there's, there's closings and there's discouragements of large gatherings, and it varies from 500 in some places to 100 in other places. Um, even today, churches were displaced. If they met in public buildings, the public building closed, and the church could not meet in that building on today, so we 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 have a lot of stuff going on, and in the midst of all of these things, and as I said earlier, I'm not critical of any of the warnings or the advisories or the orders that have been put in place because it is important that the government protect the safety of the population. What I am concerned about is what is the church doing? Come on, somebody, what is the church? I, I I got vexed Friday. I got vexed Friday because I was reading on social media and some churches in their wisdom and in their um, prudence decided to close their doors and people attack those that decided to close their doors. How you gonna close the church? You ain't got no faith, and yada, 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 yada. And then on the other side, um, there were those of us who decided to remain open, and people criticized us. You don't love your members because you wanna bring them to church, and you don't know who got corona and where they gonna get corona at, and, 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 and and, and just to counter that, Walmart's still open. Come on, somebody. And you standing in line with folk coughing and wheezing all over you, waiting to give your money. Come on, somebody. And and, and, and so in my mind I think the church has to be open no we ain't touching no neighbors this morning come on somebody no we ain't sharing no hugs and only we, 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 we ain't doing no. if the Holy Ghost don't touch you you may not get touched today come on somebody because I believe in using wisdom but I also believe that somebody needs to hear the word because faith cometh by hearing and if we're gonna get through corona somebody gotta have some faith and what if the devil is trying to kill all of us by killing our faith by killing the transmission of the word. I'm praying to God that in this season that the Holy Ghost becomes as contagious as Corona. That just by me being in the presence of somebody that got the Holy Ghost, something will fall into my life. But what vexed me, what vexed me was that rather than the church praying we immediately divided ourselves and started fussing among the saints. God help us that when, whether you sitting at the house or sitting in the church, you ought to be praying right now. Oh, hallelujah. And you shouldn't worry about who didn't come or who came to church. I came or I stayed, but wherever I am, I'm going to reach heaven from where I am because I know God is able Now, let me give you some Bible. Romans chapter 14 and verse 4. Who art thou that judges another man's servant? It is not my place to assess whether you did the right or the wrong thing by going to church or by staying home. That is not my place. That's not my call. That's not my argument. I ain't fussing with nobody. Some folks said, Pastor, I'm not coming. I said, stay home and take care of yourself. Some folks said, Bishop, I'm here. I'm glad to see you because it's not my place to judge your wisdom nor your faith. What is my place is to say, God, bring the church together so that we can collectively push back Against the enemy because this this fuss about who goes and who stays ain't nothing but the devil to divide us so that we don't do what we're supposed to do, which is to pray for God to remove this plague from upon the earth. And so that's my focus today. Focus of this message is what should the church's response be in the midst of this crisis and the church must be a force of faith and repentance for ourselves, and for the world. The text, which most of you probably have not read, is not a familiar text, but it's an appropriate text for where we are today, is um, one of David's major failings. Most of us know about Bathsheba, but we don't know about this one. And this one really speaks to where we are because David's falling here did not only impact himself and his family, it impacted all of Israel. And I need to say this, and and this is to all of our spiritual leaders, all of our government leaders, all of our preachers, our mayors, our governors, our bishops, our apostles, our whoever you think you are in a position of authority, your conduct impacts how God works in the earth. Come on, okay, 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 maybe y'all missed that. Your conduct impacts how God works in the earth. It's not enough to say that the church has to be righteous and the world can be corrupt. God is going to judge the corruption that is in the world. God's going to judge the sin that is in the world. He's not just judging the sin that is in the church. We know that. But I need you to understand that God sometimes moves his hand in judgment against the sin that is in the world. You say, well, Bishop, we live in grace, but even in grace, there's still judgment. Even in grace, there's still the reproach of God. Never, we, we talked about this, and yes, I'm still doing this series of teachings on the theology of the Holy Spirit, and David was the anointed king, but please never deceive yourself that you can tempt or provoke God, and, you can t- and that, 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 that Satan will not try, rather, to tempt or provoke you to take yourself out of God's will and God's favor. Now, the Bible says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That's the word, right? So what is the best way to destroy a saint? Take him out of the secret place. Come on, somebody. If Satan is trying to get you, he lures you away from the will of God. Because he knows that the will of God is your safe place. If I'm living in the will of God, even if I have adversity, it will not destroy me because I'm where? In the will of God. That's why Satan kept telling the Lord that Job will not curse you because you have a hedge around Job. And because you protect Job, Job won't say anything bad about you. But if you take the hedge away, then Job will curse you to your face. What Satan didn't understand was that there was not just a hedge around Job's physical body nor his substance. There was a hedge around Job's spirit And you can take my stuff But as long as I abide In that secret place I'm protected I'm covered Oh, I talked to somebody today That said you know what I don't want to die But I'm saved So if I die to be absent in the body Is to be present with the Lord I'm not going to tell you We won't bury saints before this is over But every saint we bury Is going to be caught up To meet Jesus Christ. So you need your faith operating right now. And you don't need the enemy to lure you outside of God's favor. So the devil tempted, provoked, pushed David. And David decides to do something that most of us on the surface don't understand why God was displeased. David numbered the people. Now, if you read the Ten Commandments, you don't see a commandment that says, thou shalt not number. All right? In fact, God commanded Moses to number the people. But he forbid David to number the people. And why? Y'all saying, well, Bishop, why would God be upset? Because David took a census. And it wasn't so much a census of the nation. He was counting his armed warriors. And he sent Joab out to say, "All oh, right, I want you to count the warriors." And it was it, it, and here's why it was wrong. It was wrong because David's confidence was not supposed to be in the number of swords that he had in Israel. David's confidence was to be in the God that was in Israel. Come on, somebody. I need us to understand that in this season of corona, this is not the time to keep looking at your bank account to make sure you got enough money to make it until the virus is lifted. This is time to get on your knees and say, God, I'm trusting you that if I got a million dollars or if I don't have but 50 cents in my hand, I have never seen the righteous forsaken Nor his seed begging bread Let me explain something to you There is nothing you can do To protect yourself If God takes the hedge from around you But if the hedge is over your life Come hella high water If I don't work If I don't get paid God's going to feed me every single day Oh, If I'm well God's going to take care of me If I'm sick God's going to take care of me My children Trust is not in me, but my trust is in God. And David decided to put his confidence in the number of warriors that he had. And and it was for David, and even Joab, his general, warned him about this. And David insisted that he do it because David was having an ego trip if there is a national sin it is the sin of pride if there is a sin that inflicts saint and sinner it's the sin of pride if there's a sin that is running rampant in American culture it's the sin of pride it's that Facebook selfie spirit that you think you're so cute, you got to always put yourself on display. It's because you want everybody looking at you. That ain't nothing but pride. Come on, somebody. Take your pictures in the bathroom. Why are you going to take a picture of yourself in the bathroom? That ain't nothing but Pride. I'm so cute, I'm so this, I'm so that And I know in our mind we think it's innocent But pride is what destroyed Satan Do y'all understand this? Pride is what destroyed Satan Satan was made by God To be the most magnificent creature in the heavenly host But Satan got so caught up in how he looked That he thought he could rival God And it's when men look at themselves And look at their greatness And look at their authority And look at how blessed and how wonderful that they are That they forget about God Whether you're cute or ugly You owe God the glory Whether you're rich or poor You owe God the glory Whether you're sick or well You owe God the glory Whether you are nobody or somebody You owe God the glory And pride will destroy you This whole spirit Of this Of the leadership of our country that everything is greatest and best because it's American. First of all, that's not even historically accurate. We're the same folk that held slavery for 400 years. How are we greatest and best? We're the same people that lock up more people than we rehabilitate. How are we greatest and best? We're the same people that, that refuse to educate some people because we don't think they're worthy of an education. How are we greatest and best? We're the same people that start building prisons based upon third grade reading scores. How are we greatest and best? We're the same people that shoot unarmed folk, oh God, in, by, by the police. How are we greatest and best? America needs to repent. And the pride of America is what's going to be our destruction pride that says, I will not bow to a God. I will not repent, I will not confess my sins. That's pride, It's pride. And the Bible says pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before the fall. Six things God hates. Seven, and the first one is a proud look all of us peacocks strutting about how cute we are how smart we are how great we are and it's showing and, and, and it's making god angry. And that same pride, that, 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 that celebration of flesh where we celebrate celebrities because they can sing or because they can dance or because they can play football or basketball and we ignore other people. It puts in us the spirit of pride. And pride is when pr- pride is not having good self-esteem. Let me just say that. Nothing wrong with thinking good of yourself. But the Bible warns us Not to think of ourselves more highly than we ought to think. And when, Pastor, am I thinking more highly? You're thinking more highly when you think you are sufficient without God. Anybody want to be honest and say, if the Lord hadn't helped me, I wouldn't be anywhere right now. Anybody want to be honest about that? I'm I'm looking at some successful people and people who've done great things. Some of y'all got degrees and very good jobs. Some of you are experts in certain fields. But when was the last time you just thanked God and said, Lord, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. I don't care what accolades man put on me. I know, Lord, if it wasn't for you, I would not be here. I need you right now to give God a good thank you. I need you right now to give God a good thank you because he's the one. Oh, hallelujah. Pride is also, listen to me, when you think yourself better than somebody else. Now, some of us pass the first test. Oh, God, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. But as we praise them, and God, I thank you you for making me better than him. Thank you for making me better than her. Thank you for making me better than somebody else in my life. When in reality, you aren't better than anybody else. Let, let, Let me be real blunt. You aren't better saints than sinners. The only thing that separates you from the sinner is the blood of Jesus. Oh, somebody help me preach this. And I need the church to stop being so arrogant and caught up and self-righteous that we think ourselves better than folk because we've been blood washed. How are how you going to be better about something you didn't do? You didn't save yourself. You didn't die on the cross alone. You didn't, you didn't bleed. You didn't go to hell. Jesus did that for you. So, how in the name of God are you going to think yourself better than somebody who, because they have not yet had your experience? If anybody comes to Jesus, whosoever will, let him come unto me and take of the water of life freely. Oh, hallelujah. It's pride. Pride is destroying us. Oh, God. I know one politician's slogan is make America great again. Oh, God. But I want to make America holy for the first time. Come on, somebody. Okay, that'll hit some of y'all on the way home. Come on, somebody. I want to make us righteous for the first time. I want to make us thankful for the first time. I want to make us saved. Y'all ain't saying nothing. For the first time. Pride, pride, pride. David's pride drew, drove him to make this terrible mistake of numbering the people. And so David pushes himself to repent. Look at somebody and say, we need to repent. David said unto God, I have sinned greatly because I have done this thing. But now I beseech thee, do away the iniquity of thy servant, for I have done very foolishly. And my question is, to the church today, who needs to repent? And, 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 and while you're spending time thinking about all of the sinners that you know, all the liars and the prostitutes and the whores and the Casanovas and the homosexuals that you know that need to repent, I, I need you to pick up a mirror or this time do a selfie and say, it's me that needs to repent. Oh, God. Y'all ain't got to say nothing. I plan for y'all to be quiet today. It's okay. But understand this, that the church has to repent because the church has failed in its task of being the salt of the earth. Why is this stuff so rampant in the land? Because the church has failed at its responsibility. While we were having praise breaks, we should have been out witnessing. Oh, hallelujah. While we were running around high-fiving each other about how blessed we are, somebody should have been telling a sinner about Jesus Christ Because the Bible says Ye are the salt of the earth And if the salt has lost its savor Wherewith shall it be salted It is thenceforth good for nothing There are too many good for nothing preachers Too many good for nothing singers, Too many good for nothing missionaries Too many good for nothing worshipers And not enough people saying God use me to have an impact on the earth God use me to have an impact on the earth oh God you know if the church would do its job just by getting people saved we could reduce abortions come on somebody instead of running around trying to pack the Supreme Court with pro-life judges, why not get people saved so they can be pro-life themselves? Come on, somebody. Instead of trying to fight the law about gay marriage, why not get the gay folks saved? And they'll tear up their marriage license. Come on, somebody. John and Jim get the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. They're going to figure out they can't live like that. y'all, 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 y'all being too deep this morning. Come on, somebody. Oh hallelujah, Alice and Sally get saved. They know they can't live together like that anymore so 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 when the church when we see the rampant nature of sin it's because the church a has stopped preaching against sin can i be honest about this we don't hear messages about sin we hear about prosperity we hear about overcoming lack we hear about getting ahead in life we hear about getting past our our, our haters but when was the last time you heard somebody say come ye out from among them and be ye separate saith of the lord and touch not the unclean thing it is the charge of the church to preach to keep preaching against sin and it doesn't mean I hate you when I tell you the truth about your life it's because I love you I don't want to see you lost I don't want to see you go to hell and the last time somebody told you that you were wrong instead of getting mad with them you should have thanked them for loving you enough to tell you your error of your ways we gotta repent for that We gotta repent for only saying what we think will elicit a response from the congregation. Too many preachers preaching so people will stand up and clap, preaching so that people will dance. God knows Reggie Davis loves to dance, but I would rather we make it to heaven and we can all dance there see y'all, y'all y'all ain't hearing this I'd rather we make it in so we can all dance there I would hate for us to dance here and cry in hell I would rather, oh y'all ain't hearing this I would much rather that we cry and repent right here so that when the trump sounds and the dead are raised we can celebrate when we are all caught up to meet the Lord in the air He's calling not only for the church to repent, but he's also calling on the world to repent. Oh, hallelujah. And I know people don't like to hear that anymore. And they say when you tell folk to repent, you're judging them. And I'm not judging you. You are already judged. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. I'm not judging somebody that's in sin because your sin has already judged you. Oh God, and you already stand guilty, oh God, before God. And just because you've gotten away and nothing bad has happened to you, please don't think that God is not looking at you. I I hear the word is right here in Acts chapter 17 and verse 30. And said, Times of this ignorance, God winked at it, but now command of all men everywhere to repent. There was a time when God winked, oh God, at the sin of man. There was a time. When God turned his head from the sin of man But now that the blood of Jesus Is available to everybody God is saying everybody has to repent From the president, oh God To the poorest homeless person You need to repent Oh God, from the incarcerated one To the one laying in the hospital You need to repent From the one on the block To the one on the pew You need to repent From the White House to the outhouse We need to repent he's calling on everybody oh God and it's not just for somebody it's for everybody if you're going to be saved you have to repent anybody believe that you ought to thank God for the mind just to repent oh God next point sin has consequences if you follow the text David repented. But God still had to judge him. And I I need to say this because sometimes we think that because I repent, that I'm removed from the consequences of my actions. Hallelujah. You can repent, but still have to live with the consequences of your decisions and your choices. And the Lord says to David, David, I'm going to judge you. For the sin that you've brought into Israel by numbering the people. Oh, hallelujah. I'm going to judge you and I'm going to chastise you because you are my son. Now, I know we don't like hearing this either, but whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth. Oh, hallelujah. Can we be honest? Some of our trouble is not because the devil was after us, some of our trouble was God judging us for our sin, God correcting us for our bad choices and our iniquity. And so, David. David. God tells tells David, David, you got three choices. Either I'm going to send famine in the land for three years, or I'm going to turn you over to your enemy for three months, or I'm going to bring pestilence in the land, oh God. And David said to the Lord, Lord, that choice, oh God, is a difficult choice, but if I got to pick, I'd rather you send the pestilence. Why? Because I'd rather fall in the hand of God than the hand of man, and I'm so glad that They say it in the old church that God is not like man. Can I be real about it? I'm so glad that man cannot judge me. I'm so glad that man cannot condemn me. But I'm in the hands of a merciful God. And I'm grateful today because I have not been perfect. And I've paid for some stuff down through the years. But thank God that he's merciful. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good and his mercy endureth forever I don't know why y'all looking at me some of y'all ought to be dancing right now cause his mercy endureth forever if it wasn't for God's mercy you'd already be in hell if it wasn't for God's mercy you'd already be in trouble if it wasn't for God's mercy your life would be a shambles but when I cried unto the Lord he heard my cry. He brought me up out of a horrible pit, placed my feet on a rock and established my going. I need a grateful person that is thankful for God's mercy to give God the best praise you can give him right now. I'm thankful he didn't give me what I deserve. I'm thankful he didn't give me what I should God, but before I could die, he rescued me with tender hands. He rescued me from sinking sand. He lifted me from darkest night. The shades of light. I'm so glad he delivered me. Shout hallelujah. Somebody praise it for mercy right now. Somebody praising for mercy right now. What you were in should have killed you. But God had mercy on you. Oh, shut up. How many folk slept around like some of y'all slept around? And they died of age. Y'all ain't saying nothing. And you still sitting in the house of God. How many folks used drugs and could have got got some of that good good that took you away from here, but God kept you alive? You ought to be giving God the glory. Sin has consequences, but David said, I'm going to face the consequences trusting in God. And so, listen to me. This is why the Lord took me here, because what happened in Israel is what's happening in the earth right now. A pestilence came on Israel that in one day wiped out 70,000 people. Come on, somebody. In one day, in one day, wiped out 70,000 people. We got a pandemic that is killing people by the minute. Come on, somebody killing people by the minute and David saw the hand of God the judgment of God moving upon Israel And the angel, listen to me, came to David and said, David, if you'll make a sacrifice, oh, hallelujah, God will stop the pestilence. Y'all ain't hearing me. Oh, God, you know, God, even when he judges, he gives solutions. But the question is, are you willing to follow God's solution? When Israel rebelled against God, God released fiery serpents among the Israelites and told Moses, take a brazen serpent, put it on a pole and hold it up. And if they would just look up, y'all ain't saying, and live, oh God, I'll spare them. Everybody that's bitten, somebody here has been bitten by the serpent of sin. But the Lord sent me here to tell you, if you just look up and live, oh, just look up and live. Don't die in your sin. Look up and live. Look up, and live. look up and live 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 church look up and live America look up and live oh shatanhamasi The angel said to David, If you make a sacrifice, build an altar. And I know everybody can't get to church, but you ought to build an altar in your house. Oh, Shatan Hamasat. And say, I'm going to pray here until the disease is lifted. I'm going to pray here until the land is safe. I'm going to pray here until healing flows. Oh God, among the people. David goes to the owner of the land and says, I want to buy this land from you. And the owner says, David, you the king. I'll just give it to you. David said, no you're not going to give it to me because how can I sacrifice to God something that costs me nothing that's the nature of the people now they will give to God if it doesn't cost them anything y'all ain't saying nothing the saints will give to God as long as it doesn't cost me anything I'll give you time when I got spare time I'll give you money when I got spare change I'll give you a praise when I feel like it. I came to tell somebody God is sick of your leftovers. Oh, Satama. oh God is sick of your leftovers. He gave you the best health. He gave you the best that he had. He gave you the best of his spirit. And the least you can do is give God your best. What shall I render unto the Lord for all of his benefits towards me? Anybody know you've been blessed? You owe God. Your best. You owe God your best. God is sick of your half-hearted. Tired, cantankerous, negative attitude, worship. God wants your best. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Give God the glory because he is worthy. He didn't bless you halfway. He blessed you all the way. And he's waiting on you to give him the sacrifice. He's waiting on you to give him the sacrifice. I got to quit. Come on, stand. Come on, stand. But look at two people. Tell them God's waiting on your sacrifice. Oh, God. God's waiting on your sacrifice. God's waiting on your sacrifice. You want deliverance? God's waiting on your sacrifice. You want healing? God's waiting on your sacrifice. You want a miracle? God's waiting on your sacrifice. Oh God, you know what the sacrifice says? Listen to me. The sacrifice says, I'm not entitled to anything. (laughs) Excuse me, because there's a spirit of entitlement in the earth and in the church. Too many privileged, active folk. Sitting up in church. Got the nerve to say. You ought to be glad I came. If you came for me. And that's your attitude. I wish you had stayed home. Because all you're doing is hindering the flow of the spirit. But if in your heart you said I was glad. When they said unto me. Let us go. Into the house of the Lord. I was glad, I was glad, I was glad. The key to the response to this virus is exactly what the word says. Second Chronicles chapter seven, verse 14. If my people, where are the people of God today? Where are the people of God? Where are the people of God? Where are the people of God? If my people that are called by my name will humble themselves. Oh Shana, I hear your Holy Ghost. I hear you, Holy Ghost. I need everybody in here that can get on your knees to get on your knees right now. If you can't do it physically, don't worry about it. But if you can get on your knees, get on your knees right now. I know this ain't Sunday morning. Well, this is Sunday morning. We don't think we should do that on Sunday morning. If it, Seniors, don't worry. If you got to just sit and bow your head, do that. But everybody that can bow needs to bow right now. Something about when I bring myself in what is not a natural position and I bow in submission before God. Who's shatanarabasitanama? Oh God, ask him right now to have mercy on you. Ask him right now to have mercy on this nation. Ask him right now to have mercy on this world. Ask him to breathe on us right now. Ikotonobo satanaya shiaraba sita nama seteyama. Hey, katolobasitana nama satanaye. I come on ask him church, ask him church. Ask him church. Lord have mercy on us. 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 Jesus, I'm sorry. Jesus, I'm sorry. Jesus, I'm sorry. Oh, shit, I'm Oh, God. Shatanama. Oh, shit, I'm Hey, I'm sorry. If you prayed that prayer in faith, In a moment when you get off your knees, off your face, you're going to feel an anointing that is life-changing. Because God responds to obedience. God responds to faith. Hey, God. Everybody in the house, Get off your face, get off your knees. But when you do it, do it with the best praise that is in your spirit. Ashitanaba satanama. Ikatolobo siya tanaya shikanama higher. tanama satanama. He shikalobo satama. Ikatolobo siya tanama setayama. Koshiyarama siya tanaya shikama. Ikatalama siya tanaya shikayama. He Yes, he cannot. If you humble yourself, God will exalt you. If you humble yourself, God will raise you up. If you humble yourself, oh God, if my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. God said, I'll hear from heaven. Oh, Shantanamah, look at somebody and tell them, I'm not gonna touch you today, but I need you to know that the Lord heard you. I need you to know that the Lord heard you. You hear what I say? I need you to know that the Lord heard you. Shatamas 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 He heard He heard Humble themselves Humble themselves and pray Seek my face Turn from their wicked ways God said I'll hear From heaven I'll forgive Their sins Somebody repent it I need to tell you that has been washed in the blood. I'll heal the land. I'll heal the land. I'll heal the land. Everybody lift your hands and just shout healing. Oh, y'all didn't hear me. Y'all didn't hear me. Lift your hands. Just shout healing. You need it in your body. You need it in your soul. You need it in the land. Lift those hands and shout healing. Oh, bless the name of our God. Every head is by, every eye is closed. Somebody, 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 somebody. 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 I feel the virtue in this house right now I feel the virtue in this house right now I feel the virtue in this house right now Hey God, I feel the virtue I'm not saved, Pastor I don't know Jesus but I want to know him today if that's you come on come on walk this way come on walk this way come on walk this way not saved Bishop but I want to be saved today come on walk this way come on walk this way come on walk this way not gonna beg you but I am gonna beseech you the day you hear my voice the Lord says Harden, not your heart. The day God speaks to you, you need to respond. You need to respond. You need to respond. Is there one? Come on. Is there one? 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. hallelujah oh shut all right but I feel healing flowing through the house right now I just need you to look and live hey God I have a message from the Lord to you my friend it's according to his words hallelujah all you have to do is look and live look and live my brother live look to Jesus Christ and live it's according it's according to his words hallelujah all you have to do is look and live tell a neighbor look and live Tell a neighbor, look and live. Oh, Shatama, Shatama, Shate. Oh, Shatama, Shate. Oh, God, Shatama, Shate. I need to look. I need to look. I need to Shatama. Oh, Shate. If I were you, I start looking and I start living. If I were you, I start looking and I start living. If I were you, I start looking and I start living. Osho Thomas. Look and live, look and live, look and live. Look and live, look and live, look and live, look and live. live. Oh, hallelujah, hey God. everybody shout hallelujah tell a neighbor I'm going to look and I'm going to live I'm going to look and I'm going to live the devil is a liar I will not walk in fear I'm going to look and I'm going to live oh god Gonna look, gonna look, gonna look. And I plan to live. Oh God. Don't look, don't live. Look and live. Look live look and live look and live look and live look and live 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 look and live and look, and lift. and and lift. and lift. and lift. and lift. and live, and live, and live, and lift. and hallelujah hallelujah so shakadama sitanama Glory to God. Hey, God. Come on, shout hallelujah. Oh, my God. Don't touch nobody. But look at three people and tell them look and live. 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 live. Look and live, look and live. Look and live, look and live. Look and live! Look and live! Look and live! Oh hallelujah! Thank you, Lord. Oh, glory. Thank you, Lord. God bless you. Hallelujah. Everybody give God a hand. Praise everybody. Give God a hand. Praise. Oh, hallelujah.
0: Oh, my savior. We sincerely hope that you were blessed by this broadcast today. If you desire prayer or want more information about our church, please call us at 336-570-3664. Again, that's three three six five seven zero three six six four. You can also go to our website for more information about our ministry at www.refugetemplenc.com. Again, that's www.refugetemplenc.com. Pastor Reginald and Lady Charity Davis and the Refuge Temple family would like to invite you to worship with us whenever you are in the Burlington area. If this ministry has blessed you, please write to us at P.O. Box 3552, Burlington, N.C., 27215. That's P.O. Box 3552, Burlington, N.C., 27215. Or email us info at refugetemplenc.com. That's info at refugetemplenc.com. God bless you and until next time, shalom, shalom.